Hey, welcome to the Club Club Podcast. My name is James. I work at Hard Audio Cables. I'm joined by my best friend, Hannah. Howdy. My best friend, Patrick. Hey, James. Hey, my best friend, Zach. You said best friend a little quieter on me. I'm just going to oh, maybe like raise an, I knew he was gonna raise an mad, issue here. That he was last or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was going to find something. I take it all back. Nobody's my friend. How is everybody doing today? It's a it's a it's a day of the week that I don't uh Thursday? It's a Thursday? Lovely weather. It's raining. Feeling great. It is one day before Lori and I have our anniversary weekend. Dumping nice. the kids off on our on my in-laws, her parents. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Hannah, mm-hmm. what did you pick for us to listen to this week? So this week we all listened to the album Room 25 by No Name. No Name. Room 25. Maybe this is the album you listen to in your car when you're driving home late at night, really questioning every guy, religion, Kanye bitches. from chicago i believe um and when i picked this for you guys i kind of mentioned that i like had never heard this album and i just kind of like picked it that day because i was interested in um hearing it so this was you know we kind of all listened to it with fresh ears which i think was kind of fun um so yeah i very brave yeah i didn't have (laughs) Um, a lot of chance to like read too much up on no Na- name or like listen to her other releases or anything. So cool. I've I haven't listened to any other no name album, but mm-hmm. uh, she's I first heard her on um, Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Yeah, which was like right when she was kind of first starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was even credited as like No Name Gypsy or something on that. Like not even just No gotcha. Name. Yeah. Uh, but then she was in a couple other Chance-related projects, like like that Donnie Trumpet and the uh, Social Experiment album. She does some guest vocals on that. If you guys nice. haven't heard that, that's a pretty good album, by the way. Okay. I haven't, but yeah, I saw in the little reading I did that she had done. Who's Chance the Rapper? That. You haven't heard kidding. of Chance? Oh, okay. Chance. Um, Chancellor so, Bennett. So, Patrick, will you describe the sound? Yeah, I would love to. This album has a very unique sound, I think. Um, it's like a combination of the, all, all the instrumentals are like very smooth, like R&B, jazzy R&B, uh, inflected instrumentals. And on top of that, it's a mixture of singing and like very quiet, understated 
rapping. Yep. Almost like spoken wordy at times. Yeah. Um, it was a good know. description. So Patrick, why don't you just go first? What do yeah, you think I, I liked it a lot. I didn't know what to expect. I, I remember seeing a lot of people talking about this album when it came out, but I had never got around to listening to it. And looks like I it was on a lot of year end lists. Yeah. I can see why. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. I, I love the instrumentals and just the way the album is mixed and the way it sounds. The drum playing on the album is just like so good. And the drum sound is so good. And I, I actually found the quiet rapping like very kind of appealing as well too. It's like it understated, like just so different than a lot of what you hear where mm-hmm. it's like kind of so in your face with, um, I don't know, bombastic statements and just bombastic vocal style and just something different that I hadn't heard before. So I was a fan. Yep. Um, What about you, Zach? Uh, I also loved it. I mean, I pretty much agree with what Patrick is saying. Like the vocals, even the whole musical package just feels kind of cozy, you know, like it's, Yeah. yeah, like understated is a good way to put it, but yeah. It's, it's like jazzy and like it's at parts like kind of free form, and I think I read that she got her start in like, like beat spoken word poetry, which mm-hmm. it kind of like that's what this album sounds like is like spoken word poetry with someone playing like funky bass lines behind it, and like gospel chops on the drums, you know, mm-hmm. like it's <laughs> very heavy like jazz R and B, um, but yeah, I I really liked it. I wish I could have delve deeper in some of the lyrics mm-hmm. i didn't get to go too too deep into that but she seemed to have a lot to say um and at times you know gets very like introspective and then at other times seems to like get kind of political and maybe in the in like the chicago scene as well so that's yeah. cool really liked it nice what did you think of it Hannah? um yeah i feel like i'm don't have too much else to add over what Patrick and Zach said. Um, but I liked it a lot. I'm glad I picked it. I want to like listen to it more because this week I didn't really get to listen to it as much as I wanted to. Um, so yeah, big fan. I like the way it sounds a lot. I like the rapping a lot. Good. Very good. A plus. (laughs) Good job, no name. James, would you like to talk about it? Yep. Liked it. Same, same, same stuff as y'all. Uh, drums, very appealing to me. I like the overall sound yes. and the, the style of the way the guy's playing. Of course, the way I always relate everything is to other bands I've listened to or uh, albums i Hold on. Yeah. If you like To Pimp a Butterfly from Kendrick Lamar, especially like the instrumentation, you would like this. If you like Bad, Bad, Not Good, instrumental, jazzy group, you'd like this. Or if you like this, you'd like that band. Uh, I would agree. Also, with that. Okay. one of my favorites, Thundercat. Like the drumming style is very similar on a lot of Thumber- Thundercat releases. His older stuff, like the Golden Age of Apocalypse and Apocalypse. So this is like instrumentally right up my alley. Like love the vibe of the album that it creates. Like very good. Yeah, it uh, seems to be like a good just like put on and hang out album. To sort of maybe deviate a little bit for the sake of deviating. 
Here we go. You know, I can I think objectively very good, very strong. Personally, it's like not what in a hip hop album or rap album what like really scratches my itch. So I don't know. It would be like one I would return to all the time, but it would be something it would be like more than happy to put on while I'm doing something. Sure. But high praise. <laughs> I liked the uh I liked it. I mean I thought her lyrics were really strong. To the quiet uh understated rapping sounds like you're not as big of a fan of perhaps. For whatever reason, the way it was done on this, it's like. But I like like Milo a lot. Similar deal. He's like more. His lyrics aren't as like. I don't know how to describe it because I don't want to make it sound like one of them's worse than the other. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they're both very good. So uh, I don't you know would push how to me to like it. to give a hot take. So I, I'm pushing you to say. <laughs> I think his are like more obfuscated than hers are in terms of like what he's getting at. You know. And. uh yeah, I guess I found like, well, we'll talk about it more as we get into it. But I found myself kind of, uh, I don't want to say getting bored, but you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, it's making it sound like I hate it. I really liked it. <laughs> I was just trying to like say something semi negative since everybody was like uh, giving it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, but it's yeah. a very chill album and yeah, it has a lot of a pretty consistent sound throughout. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I if you're looking that... for something that's like, gonna hype you up this is definitely not it right right so well you know james only likes hype music so. <laughs> yeah you know james also not james true, you gotta but... you gotta put something on to get your get ready for softball so yeah this would not be a pre-softball james and his jock jams See, but part... I, I feel the the opposite like i, I feel like i would want to put this on and like calm the nerves you know just just five yeah i feel like her ideas are big you know she's got a lot of uh like when we when i compare it to the little sims album we did like hers felt more focused on personal her personal where she was personally and there is a good healthy dose of that on this album but she's also talking about big ideas that are relevant to the times we're in you know what i mean sure to, to 2018 and and all that and it's it's done really well i mean i think it's really really well done also found out she has a book club she started a book club Nice. Yeah, I came that? across that as well. Looks cool. I already saw some books there. I'm like, man, I want to read that. Join the book club. All right, so we can talk about some individual tracks now. Um, I really like the first track, Self. Um, yes. I think it's just like Same. perfect like intro to the album. It's probably my favorite song on the album. Yeah, it's just like really like sets the tone and you know shows you that like oh, okay, this is gonna be like a little piano lick cool, that like, comes jazz in there album. like at the beginning. Mm -hmm. like as the main riff is coming in maybe like 10 seconds or so there's that piano riff <laughs> I like that yeah um and then I mean overall I thought the lyrics were really strong throughout um but I thought the lyrics and prayer song were really good that's when we're like the two verses kind of like juxtapose like mm -hmm. a black person and a police officer um, um yeah. so that one I thought was very well done um the prayer song also I I mean, the drumming is fabulous on every single song that features drums, but prayer song, I particularly like some of the elements of the drumming on this. Like there's, um, there's this really like, I don't know what exactly what sort of symbol it is, but like a kind of 
trashy like short decay like real washy type sound like like that he's kind of riding on i don't think it's a hi-hat i think it's like some sort of quote-unquote trash yeah i can see that being being a trash because i've seen like where people have made kind of like hi-hat setups with trash symbols so maybe it's something like that or maybe it's some kind of stack of symbols but yeah um, what is a trash symbol exactly um one that's made usually they're like kind of thin or oddly shaped Mm -hmm. and so they have just like a quote-unquote trashier sound yeah not the typical like symbol like ping or wash that you hear it's kind of more just like a stranger sound they kind of started as like when your crash symbol starts breaking and you just like peel apart different yeah you you like pull off like the broken parts and kind of take what's left over so it comes it it has this like interesting sound to it it comes from it not being symmetrical it can yeah 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 or having literal cracks in it Mm -hmm. that sort of thing i like how that sounds on this song (laughs) there's a sample in that black exploitation song that, man, I was trying to find it and send it to you guys. That is like the basis for this beat that I like a lot from uh, a beat maker named Ayatollah, mm-hmm. called Ayatollah in uh, New York. Could not find the song. Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those times where it's like on a beat tape, and I don't know which song it's on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't find. It. Anyway, so what, what, what is that? The do you have a time this stamp? beat maker sampled this song or? other way around or something it's just from a movie that it's a line from the movie oh okay, oh okay, i see okay. yeah can you one of the name? samples you understand yeah oh yeah okay yeah um gotcha, gotcha. i do just like that need to hear that again that that bass riff and black exploitation um mm-hmm. yeah, it's like super compressed like, oh. and kind of like it also adds kind of the part where it like sounds like it's not really super in time like he's just right. kind of like like it's kind of like free form so speaking Style. of that, Mallory and I went to lunch and I was like, oh, here's the album we're listening to this week. And I put it on and she gets very anxious if there's any sort of uh, like, this is a pretty chill record, right? But like, mm-hmm. if I put something heavy on in the car, she will get anxious, yeah. panic attack anxious. And like, I put this on and it's got like the little bit off kilter drumming at times. And that song, yeah. she said it made her want to want to jump out of the car. Oh, man. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Because that's the part that I like, really grew with in that song. Whenever we have more chill albums on, I'm like, oh man, maybe Mallory and I will like this. You know, maybe it could be one she likes. Is it mostly in the car when that happens? Or? A lot of times, yeah. Yeah. But even at home, it's just not mm-hmm. not going to happen. So okay. she does not share my love of heavy music. Gotcha. Sad. Um, yeah. I did like black exploitation. A lot. That was one of my other favorite tracks. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely one of the stronger tracks. I think I think the the middle of the album is kind of where I like wear off a little bit, and so like uh, Montego Bay, which is like the ab- my absolute my jam. I love Wait, that song. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that. That's <laughs> the middle of the album. I could tell you guys were like about to like. That's we're the like middle of the album. Say something yeah. different. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Zach, well, what, do you, it, what do you think are my favorite songs on the album uh i don't know you said probably like the first two no no those are okay. those are those are i do like those but they're not my i don't know i thought starting from regal to ace and part of me like that was to me like the strongest part of the album 
Oh, okay. Like a strong run of tracks. I, I, I actually agree with you. Like, like a lot of the hooky songs, the hookiest songs are in the, the back half of the album. You know, yeah. the, there's no like catchy choruses and stuff in, in the front half. Yeah. I mean, a few things here and there to, to hook you. Like the licking the window line. I kept thinking that guy was saying licking. Same. Yeah, Actually, I was going to say the same thing. That's why I cannot enjoy that song. Is because I, that's all I picture is just looking at the window and not looking at the window. Or looking at the window. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah, like that song though. It's a, it had good lyrics. Um, I do think that like, I don't think any of the features are bad. I just do think the, the album really like just shines when it's her though. Like, I don't think that they like detract from the album. I just like, there's never a part where I'm like, I would rather not be listening to her, you know? Yeah. I feel like I do like all the features and I, I think they add a lot, but I do think when they're happening, you kind of just like want her to start rapping again. So yeah, exactly. it kind of makes you, <laughs> yeah, she had, it does make you kind of like enjoy it. Saba, Saba, Saba on, Saba. on Ace. Ace. Yeah. And, uh, he put that album care for me out same year as this really good album too it's like pretty strong release for some chicago mm. rappers mm, i haven't heard that that was also one of my favorite songs on the album yeah ace was really good for yeah sure. ace was a good one yeah it that one and the uh the song after that have some high-pitched vocals that kind of reminded me of uh namdi another uh <laughs> chicago artist yeah another chicago yeah i wonder if they've ever done any collabs yeah. um I don't know, maybe. So speaking of like guest spots, there is a guy. I, I don't. I don't remember what the name of the the artist was who who guests on part of me, but he does like a very very strong Kendrick Lamar impression. You know, it's like you I can tell that, it's heavily yeah. influenced by it. Like still good, but yeah, I do remember thinking that it's it pretty close. Very similar to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, sorry, we're jumping around a lot. No, so it's okay. That's what I wanted to we do. We skipped over, uh, we, we started talking about the back half. I also, it's closer to the first half. I like Don't Forget About Me. One of the very chill ones, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like the sentiment expressed and just the extremely chill nature of that song. Yeah. This mm-hmm. one kind of sounds like a Kendrick Lamar song, too, I feel like. Um, yeah. It's a similar theme, too, to like, the it last is. track yeah. on good kid mad city yeah yeah so totally yes. see that i was i was making the same or having the same thought too yeah i can i can understand the kendrickness like it is kind of interesting that like you can make that connection and it's two entirely different like styles whereas kendrick is like much more in your face mm-hmm. about what he's doing when he would do a song yeah. like that you know well that song mm-hmm. james mentioned though is actually kind of this it's pretty it's honestly in a similar type style he's kind of doing that quiet kendrick oh, voice okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> that he does sometimes yeah did you have any other favorite tracks patrick um we already talked about the first one yeah. um we talked about I, how much he liked montego bay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't dislike it but uh i also liked regal james mentioned that one quickly um dude the yeah breakdown, let's talk about that the, one it like has a breakdown or whatever it opens up on the instrumentation at like 143 145 ish I love that part where the bass line, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, musically, Regal is one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Lots of memorable bass and drum parts on the oh, album. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm sure you guys picked up on this, but a lot of the songs on the album are about sex. Um, this one included and kind of part of like the lore of this album is that like she didn't have sex until she was 25. And then that's kind of what this album is about. Gotcha. Mm. Interesting. Congratulations like, to her. Losing her virginity and just like entering a sexual relationship. And uh, what's what's the room, I guess? I don't know. Is that what? Yeah, I think room 25 is a little bit about like referencing that because I guess she like moved to L.A. or something. And like oh, that's okay. where she like had this relationship and I think was, you know, kind of like living in and out of hotels and whatnot. So it's the hotel in Montego Bay. I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, she I'm she would like to go to Montego Bay. She she's not there. Oh. Yeah. If you listen to the lyrics of the song. Uh, but yeah, I'll talk about that song real quick as the only advocate. Um, I liked it. It's very like bossa nova. Kinda. I like the song too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, James, you don't count. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, fine. <laughs> no, I need your backup here. Um, yeah, it's just like a fun like bossa nova. Like it, it kind of feels like very sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like a like an old like a TV show song or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does have like a, a vintagey feel to yeah. it. Yeah, and I just thought that was really fun. So on Regal though, Patrick, like, why did why did you like that song so much, or did we already, did you just agree with us? <laughs> um, I think I agree with you guys, and it just had some other <laughs> drum things that I liked. Just to, well, let's like, talk about <laughs> the drums. The drum groove, which is really good. Um, so are the drums snarky? And, or no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, some of the choppiness is borderline snarky, you can say, because it's like <laughs> flexing the skill level. Like, yeah, I like can do on that. on um, uh, what's the track? Let me look at the name. With you, on uh, on with you, it's like he's just uh, riffing the entire yeah. track. Right. Yeah. There's a crazy like kind of like where you like play like around the beat almost, and it's like yeah, just crazy. And also, just speaking of crazy drum parts, on part of me. There's like the hi hat thing where it's like, pss, 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 like crazy <laughs> yeah. fast, like throwing. Wait, so in who like, is this drummer? Should uh, we? Um, I tried. Let me look it up. Um, this is stuff I, I don't really pick up. I, I didn't pick up the hi hat thing. You know, it has to be really obvious for me to pick it up. A lot of times, quit looking at the window. <laughs> it's stuck in my head. <laughs> There's two people on Wikipedia. There's two people listed at, uh, for drums. One is Felix, who was also who was co-producer with No yeah. Name, and also um, like had vocal parts on many songs. Um, so they're listed with a bunch of instruments, including drums. And then there's also a guy, Luke Titus Sangerman, listed as drummer. I have to look him up. Never heard of him. Uh, but I'm looking him up right now. Uh... Let's watch yes. some YouTube videos. He <laughs> joined the Blue Man group at age 15. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Be decent. He's, yeah, he's probably good at drums. I mean, anybody can He played trash drums can, for huh? the Blue Man group or what? A stage, yeah, stage band drummer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. impressive. I mean, it definitely gives off that vibe of like uh, professional, accomplished yes. musicians backing all the tracks it's a good sound Mm -hmm. and just speaking about the drums generally on the album like i like that like crisp snare sound it like works really well for this Mm -hmm. and kind of like tuned up fairly high it's good so i did see a little bit about what you were talking about hannah she moved to la Mm -hmm. had a, a relationship 
whirlwind relationship or something. Oh, it was she had like a whirlwind relationship or oh, something yeah. around the time of the album. Yeah, I believe so. So is it like a, a happy ending to it or was it a I don't think break? so, but I mean, I think it was like good life experience and all that. Mm. She got an album out of it, you know. It's about the friends yeah, that I don't know the, the, way. <laughs> the full story or anything, but I don't think no, it's someone okay. she's still in a relationship if that's what so, is meant by happy ending. N- not enough time to like digest all the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a lot there. Yeah, it's definitely a lot there. Also, Genius like updated their website. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nice now. Oh, is it? It's better. For real? Yeah, it's definitely It's better. kind of like nice to use. It uh, loads faster. It loads faster and it's less like buggy. They're less still annoying ads, distracting. But, like, and also the like weird like genius videos that play constantly <laughs> or corner great yeah but yeah it's like laid out a little bit better too and they added a kind of a feature that's just kind of like not every track has it but like there's just kind of like a summary of like what I the saw track that. is okay. about i thought that i was just like which like this for was this album actual, was pretty good <laughs> like, i just thought yeah. that it was because this album actually had a lot enough people listening to it that it was well oh maybe that is true yeah i don't think you know? every album would des- necessarily be that well um, documented but they surf maybe that was always there but they they kind of it, yeah, it was. Make it more yeah. of a feature now. It was in a harder to find spot. Right. Like it wasn't for every track as well. But yeah, yeah. They also now, made it so at, that it, it seems like it always works, or like every track you can get back to the original album, which like sometimes wasn't <laughs> yeah. true before. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. That. And, but it only took them like ten uh, years to do that. The back button is still broken though. I still just try to use dark lyrics where I can. You know. There you go. I don't think <laughs> it's we're sponsored by Genius. That's <laughs> oh, right. So, Patrick, could you describe this album art for us? Yes. The album art is, I would say it's kind of like something you might see in somebody's notebook as like a doodle. Like somebody who is like really artistic, but like doodling in their notebook kind of um, in class or something might come up with something like this. Because it's like a mixture of like line drawing with no name's face and a bunch of like random kind of things on top of it like other figures and books it looks like maybe a other things it's a car and like half of them are kind of colored in and and some of it's not colored in so it has I, that I thought sort I of saw like a, a garbage bin maybe there is yeah talk about it's the cool. colors yeah it's, it's primarily like just white and black lines but then there's some like sort of almost like marker coloring like mm. on some of them pinks and kind of burnt orange teals flashes of yellow and red yeah i don't know uh, why but i i really like that zero mile per hour dead end sign <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's a good i like the album art i do too yeah yeah it's it's one where i'd say like you it, it describes kind of the album that you're getting yeah, I think it fits like, for sure. You're not picking this up thinking it's a hardcore band, you know? <laughs> yep. Don't believe it says the artist's name or the name of the album anywhere. So that can be a cool choice. Let the album art stand for itself. I agree. Put it on a t-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Um, did anyone look up if there are any music videos or anything? I tried. I did not. Didn't I see did any. Not. Okay. There yeah. is like a Tonight Show performance or something, but I didn't. Yeah, I think I saw a reference that to that, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. I thought there's like some pretty cool 
fodder for making good music videos out of these tracks. Like, it seemed like there could be some really cool videos out of it. But. Yeah. Well, maybe they still will at some point. So, right. trailing thoughts. Yeah, did anyone have any trailing thoughts? I don't think I did. I think, I think we it, covered everything I wanted to say. Yeah. I, I, would, I do want to say a good, good length on this album. A little bit over 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always felt yep. like it... It always ended. I never felt like it overstayed its welcome. Yeah. You know, in total runtime length, you know. I usually got done with the last song and expected one more. So that's what you want, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about the outro. I thought it was a good outro song, too. Like, I thought the the intro and outro songs were really well done. Yeah. I guess that's... It's got almost that twangy uh, guitar lick The the guitar intro, (laughs) Yeah. 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 Felt like I was like, yeah, I could see myself. Oh, you guys like that? Yes, sir. (laughs) Anyway, how's that that for a trailing thought? That was a great one. Thank you for sharing that with us. Wow, it felt very trailing. Thanks for listening. See y'all next week. (laughs) Wait, what are we listening to next week? Oh, that's a good question. Pat. Oh, it's Patrick's turn. Yeah, wasn't sure what to pick, so I just decided to pick one that I considered before and didn't pick. And it is an album that came out last year by the artist Gia Margaret, and it's called Mia Gardgrit. It's like her name, but with the first letter <laughs> swapped. Um, it's nice and short, but uh, interested to see what you guys think of it. Cool. All right. I'm going to go look at band camping it. Well, we made it together. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you patronizing our podcast. Is that a thing? Does that apply to podcasts? Yeah. I think so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it does. (laughs) Email us at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com if you'd like to get in touch. You can also follow us on our various Instagrams. Patrick and Hannah at I Wish I Could Skateboard. Hannah and myself at Heart Audio Cables. Zachary is at the Cookie Monster 258. And I think that's it. Stay safe.